0: Hello and welcome back to the Parallax Perspectives podcast. In this episode, we're joined by Renee, who is a subconscious mindset coach. She's a speaker. She's an entrepreneur. She has a background in psychology and just like myself, she also loves traveling the world, helping people live even better lives. We first met uh, back in Melbourne uh, at the Institute where I discovered a lot of my personal healing, my personal growth, and of course my coaching background also. Um, The reason I invited her into this podcast specifically is to bring different nuances and perspectives into and continue the conversation that we had in the last episode around success and how she's helping her clients specifically through the methods that she's learned and picked up along the way in becoming the expert in her space. And so I love a lot of what she's talking about echoing that it's more than just mindset there is the heart set the emotionality and the energy repatterning breaking through different beliefs and creating new stories in her life that now she's able to share with others so i trust that you're going to love this episode listening to her journey i know she's broken through so many different personal challenges from losing weight attracting healthy love and relationships achieving massive success and business and helping her clients do all this in their careers also so tune in follow along and at the end if you love what she's sharing please i ask that you give her the full support and where it is that she's going as well because she's creating such epic change in the world and the ripple effects as well so i trust that you love it We'll see you in there. Hey, Renee, it's so good to have you here on the Parallax Perspectives podcast. Thank you for joining us. Whereabouts in the world are you tuning in from today?
1: So good. Thank you so much for having me, Dad. I'm currently one of the writers in Argentina.
0: That's so good. It feels like it's been, well, it probably has been like, what, 18 months ago since we were hanging out together in Melbourne. I know we're going to be hanging out shortly in, in Mexico. So really looking forward to that catch up. Today, I want to, and I'm looking forward to having all your expert insights and perspectives and your wisdom. You have so much to share. The reason I've reached out to you for two reasons is you're always at the front of my feed on Instagram, you know, the little circles with all your great stories and insights. And I kind of, I secretly go in there and I see what it is that you're sharing. Love your work. And also you're the very first female on the Parallax Perspectives podcast. So thank you for being here and thank you for joining us to share everything that you have.
1: Oh my goodness. Thank you so much. I am so honored that I'm, and I'm also very surprised that I'm the first woman on here. I had no idea.
0: Yeah, it's so good. So in the last episode, we opened up the conversation around success and holistic success. I know you grew up in a a culture that was totally different from my own. And one of the things that I reflect on is how the way way we grow up and the the insights or the different versions of what's been imposed in us or onto us in terms of success really defines who it is that we become, right? Right. And I think we have a lot of overlapping versions of what success looks like. And a lot of it seems quite dysfunctional in this world that we're living in. I'm really curious to understand. I think it's Malaysia, wasn't it, that you grew up in. Yeah. How was that? Yeah, How did that really influence the way that you perceived success and how it is that you started your career and what it is that you're doing and now seeing that transition and that growth as you've stepped into your personal growth journey, personal healing, becoming an epic coach, and now helping others to define their version of success and becoming the best version of themselves. How does that look for you? I'd love to hear.
1: Yeah, that's a really, really great question. And it really brought me back to, so I was born in Singapore, and then I I grew up in Malaysia. And so the culture's in in asia especially is very much hard work and centered around hard work i remember i went to a public school in malaysia and we were learning the times tables when i was i think it was a grade one something around like when i was really really young like i felt like i was in prep and i was learning like the entire times tables and then because of the The treatments like I would come home every single day crying from that school I think my parents ended up bringing me to an Australian international school which was a bit more private and still in Malaysia and I remember it was grade three and I got the math books and it was like what's three minus zero and my brain couldn't comprehend that because it was so easy that I just remember that moment so clearly just thinking to myself this is so easy I've been doing times like really, really hard math all all this time. And now I'm going into another school and I I just can't, I just can't understand this. It's so easy. Right. And so just from that perspective, that shift itself, it, it shows that in the culture, maybe in, in more Asian cultures, it's, we were ingrained as from a very young age to, to study hard and to work hard and, and I've always seen my dad struggle and work really really hard i think and and as as i'm going through my healing journey and i'm still processing it, i'm still going through it i i have to rewire and i have to i don't have to do anything but it's it's i'm still on this journey of going back into all these moments and, and rewriting the story of what it means to be successful what it means to actually work and and a lot of it has been tied to my dad and seeing him struggle and seeing him constantly grind and work hard and then not getting the the outcomes or the results that he's after and and so my brain creates has been creating all these stories and not just that it's like my my it's in my dna it's in the generations like to come and and so i've really decided that it ends with me and, and rewriting that story which I s which I'm doing every single day and been so consistent in the work and it's been it's been really evident in my business thus far and in the in the growth that I've had this year. Um but basically bits of what I didn't feel safe of when I grew up is yes I tried to put myself out there but because I was different, I my parents spoke English to me when I gr when I was born. And when, when I went to that public school, I couldn't speak Mandarin. Well, I could, but not like the others, which I meant that I would be bullied. And then I didn't feel safe to, to be successful. I didn't safe to kind of speak up or, or share my my wisdom. So growing up, I would go, when I, when I moved to Australia at 11, it was like, okay, I'm not even going to try to do well because I have this belief that in my subconscious that I'm going to be... Uh, criticized. I'm going to be yelled at. I'm going to be punished. I'm going to be hit. Like it was really, really unsafe for me. And so I always remembered, okay, ever since those moments as a little girl, I would, I wouldn't try in high school. I wouldn't try in primary school. I would be like, I I would almost fail university. I really didn't try in my career until when we met in that, in that role that I was in. Um, When I learned all about when this, where this came from, I really wasn't, like, I was choosing to be average because I was trying to keep myself safe. And since changing and rewriting that story, that's when everything changed for me. And that was when I was in my sales role. That's when we met. Um, and then I became one of the highest performers in my sales role. And then, yes, sometimes those stories comes comes back in and then I, I have to rewrite it again. And that those patterns showed up in my business when I first started it and when I first left Australia, and and then really doing the work each and every single day to rewrite it.
0: Yeah, thank you so much for sharing. I really love how you touch on uh, a lot of that feeling safe, the safety of uh, being able to step into success. That's incredible. I know you do a lot of work on uh, reprogramming the, sub- the subconscious mind, which I'd love to touch on in just a moment as well. I think you're bringing just so much. It's such a great demonstration of how you've done this. You've lived this through your life, and now you're able to be able to continue to help others through that while still going on that journey. And I love how you're bringing that as a demonstration for others. It's so good. I wonder now, after going through that and having to having rewritten these stories and changed your beliefs and where it is that you're now and. Uh, one of my perspectives, I think success is always a forever evolving perspective and depending through the seasons of life that we go through, how do you now see success or how do you describe success for where it is that you are at now?
1: Well, oh, oh, I love this question. So I think a lot of how society sees success is, is the money is the having nice things or you know having having uh, making a lot of money in your business or having the amazing relationship and what it looks like on the outside which is which is what we've been kind of conditioned to believe what success is and to an extent that was what i was after for a long time and to answer your question My definition of success now, yes, I love talking about money because I struggled for my entire life basically around money and I've seen my family struggle with money. So I'm moving towards a, a future or a path where I want to make a lot of money and like, and support my family. And to me, that's, that's my definition of success. Like to be able to support and impact millions of people. Um. And really stay aligned on my path. I think what's really important is that there's no one definition of success, that everyone has their own definition, that we don't look at how others are doing it and we figure out ourselves what is really important to us. Like if you wanted to be a, let's take an example of a a, um, rubbish collector. Like if that is something that lights you up, that's your definition of success, even though um that's not my definition of success for sure but, but if that is the thing that lights you up and then that's what your soul kind of came down and on earth to do and you really have to find what it is that you want to do and that is your version of success like that is successful to you i think i was listening recently to earl nightingale on youtube and and that really is when we 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 actually walk down the path that we want to walk down rather than following what society Or what the media, or what uh, everyone else is doing, and carve our own path. And and because you are doing that, you you feel this aliveness in your soul and this fire. That that itself is successful because you when you do things that you love, you the money will come, and that's what I truly believe. Like the money will come when you do what you love because you can't sustain something that you don't love, and that's. A lot of the reasons why I see a lot of people struggle, and especially in my in, in the lives of my clients as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's um, it, it reminds me of the the distinction between high achieving and high performing. And so when when this stood out to me, I realized that high achievers they can look successful in lots like in areas of life, but it's often at the expense of themselves. And then when we dive into that even deeper, I start to look at that and go, well, is it really successful or is it really, are you really a success if you're neglecting yourself or abandoning yourself or not showing up and what your true calling is that your truest nature in your soul, right? Versus what you're sharing going, when we, when we share or we go after and pursue success in a way that lights up our soul and is our true calling, And we can take care of all the elements of us. And that's performance. That's high performance. And that's success. It's just a whole different ballgame. I think that's a really beautiful way to look at it. So with all these changes and perspectives that you've been growing and developing in regards to your success and tapping into that inner nature and that inner calling for you, how has that really defined who you are now and what's important to you and the kinds of decisions and directions that you're going on? And going in within your life.
1: Because I I remember when we when we met, Daniel, like we were I was still working in an office and when I decided to to leave the country to Mexico and completely take my business full time, I didn't really understand what I was in for. I was gonna go for seven months and then I remember the day I left Melbourne. I was walking, I was, I took a walk and I was filming myself and I just had this feeling like I wasn't going to go back and I and I told everyone that I was going to be gone for seven months but it's it's about more than a year now. Uh and what has brought me down the path over the last year is nothing that I could I could comprehend in terms of the growth in my spirituality, the growth in uh, my personal life, my my career in my friendships, in my relationships, literally every single area of my life it really has been it's given me the direction of okay going back more to myself and really uncovering so many different layers and there's in the sense now getting more clear on what I want to create in my life and realizing that there's an limitless possible, there's like limitless possibilities of how I, of where I want to take my life in the direction of my life and the business that I want to create and the success that I want to see because I have massive visions and I don't feel like there is anything that I can that could hold me back from it besides me, of course, in any moment of that. But I, I have a really big vision for my future and I also know that I will be able to accomplish it all purely because I took this leap in myself and left my country and traveled a lot and um, experienced some of the lowest lows of my life and, and then realizing and, and then calling in and, and I would suppose like manifesting situations where I never thought even that I, that would be possible for example, I used to have an irrational fear of public speaking, and I would tremble and cry, and it was horrible. And so now, when I was invited to speak on on stages with, sorry, on a stage with people from big tech companies, it really was such an eye opener for me and what I was truly capable of. And so, just going through that. I know how much I will be able to accomplish the big goals that I have to move forward with most of my future goals and my future visions. And, and even though I, I know the challenges that will come along with it, I know I'll be able to overcome all of them, all of them, all of them, all of them.
0: So let's dive into that a little bit more. I know that you're coaching in, in business and also in subconscious repatterning. I, I love that. And I love how you're applying it, like we mentioned before, into your limiting beliefs and breaking through those barriers. How does what you do, specifically with coaching and business, aligning it to holistic success? You know away from what was modeled to you in your upbringing and now into um, what you perceive and you believe to be a more holistic, um, successful way or uh, more successful way in uh, pursuing life and in,
1: in that regard? That's a really good question. So, a lot of the times, business owners, when they, especially entrepreneurs and coaches, so when they come to me and they have XYZ problem, whether that is making more money or they they, they make maybe a lot of money once upon a time and then they're back to a certain level of income where maybe it feels more safe because we've spoken about the safety thing. And, you know, you touched on a little bit about limiting beliefs. I personally don't like calling them limiting beliefs because. Sure, there are limitations in how we see the world, but it's because we've got our own blinders up. And when we see the world the way our brain wants to see them, wants to see it, that's when I'm coming in and kind of okay, showing you different frames and different perspectives through through aligning your brain and body. And what I mean by that is that so first of all, your brain perceives things and based on what it's been fed. So your brain is constantly feeding you things based on what your subconscious beliefs, um, it's it's sorry, projecting things on what your subconscious holds, what your brain holds, or the beliefs that you kind of carried. And and you're more aware, it's like you know, with the reticular activating system, you're more aware on things of things that you are uh, you place into your awareness. So like the red car theory or the um when you you you're looking at this brand of shoe and then you see everyone have that shoe. So basically in that sense like we're constantly projecting a worldview that is based on our it's very subjective it's, it's what we carry now when it comes to what i so a lot of the times mindset is a very important piece when it is when it comes to business but it's just a part of the puzzle it's a piece of the puzzle the other piece really is to do with how your body feels it's the safety around it. How does your nervous system feel? How regulated is it uh, when it comes to holding the money that you want to hold? So let's take um, success for example. And when it comes to holistic success, it's so important that when we look at one area of your life, whether that is your business, you're not making the money you want to be making, perhaps it's the standards that you have. Maybe it's you're not setting boundaries maybe you are having a really terrible relationship with your girlfriend or your boyfriend that comes down. That is very interrelated with business because everything is connected. Like how you do one thing is how you do everything, you know, that saying. And so we look at, it's like, okay, they come to me in this area, which is the money problem, but no, we actually look at all these other areas in your life and then we actually tweak those things. We get your brain and body in alignment, so that once that's taken care of, you'll see businesses taken care of as well um it's It's so interrelated in that sense, and when I say brain and body alignment, what I really mean is a lot of times our brain says, "Okay, I want to be charging this much or I want to have this amount of income or I want to be this x y z It's a very masculine energy right living in the head and and being very much in that set of mind of do 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 take action which is the structure of it all all. and it's amazing and it 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 gets you so far the other part where the feminine is it's the body it's the nerve it's the the subconscious mind and when we want to get that on board it's really allowing so your nervous system remembers your nervous system remembers and and most of the time when we didn't have a safe childhood uh, for example me that's why I'm super passionate about this. Not everyone experiences trauma, but the ones that maybe don't but kind of find it more challenging when it comes to to business or or listening to strategy or, or spending a lot of money on on different types of of courses, programs, et cetera et cetera, and it doesn't work for them it's, it has a lot to do with what they feel safe holding. What the nervous system feels safe, feels safe holding. And what I mean by that is if there is a part of you that doesn't want the success, if there is a part, if your nervous system or your body feels dysregulated around a lot of money because you don't feel deserving of it, you don't feel worthy of it, maybe like at, when you were a child, it was, you were never felt worthy of having nice things or having a lot of things or having the nice expensive toy car who knows right and so if that deserving level was a worthiness level it was at a three and what triggers what like that your nervous system remembers because your body keeps a score we all know that like i mean not all of us but we we know science shows us that the body keeps a score that when it gets triggered because it's your, en- that, that energy has been, it's been stored in the body. It, it remembers It didn't, it didn't go like it isn't, when you suppress it, it didn't just like disappear. It's still stored there. And so when you're, when it gets triggered in business and it comes up and your worthiness level of that money you want to be making is, is at a three, what we need to do is get it back up to a 10. So rev it up to a 10. Um, and that's when the alignment comes in. So th- when I say alignment, it's like okay, my brain wants what it wants. Then my body feels like yep, it's at a ten on. I'm able to feel it feels feel safe to get it, to be able to hold it, and to have it. That's the bot- brain and body alignment, because that like what Joe Dispenza talks about a lot is that what your head wants and what your heart wants is aligned. You create this really magnetic field, like it extends up to three feet, and so. The work that I do it really is getting your brain and body in alignment um cleaning up all the different parts of your life, whether that's with partners or standards or boundaries that you don't have with with your family members with friends with partners, because once that is taken care of, then okay, you start working with clients that you love to work and you're not you're not over giving to clients just for validation you're giving um from like a full cup and you're also setting those standards so that you have the energy and capacity to take care of other clients of of having more clients in your world of um building your business scaling your business growing your business because because a lot of times it's like this hamster wheel of okay like <laughs> i'm capping myself out because i'm not i'm not working with people that i want to be working with because i'm i'm seeking validation from them or i am. um I need the money, whatever it is. Like, it's like this hamster wheel. And then you cap yourself and then you're like, you're exhausted and you overgive. And then, uh, and then you kind of just hit at that same ceiling. Whereas when you change your energy and you, that's why I've I've spoken to you a little bit about changing, uh, your energy and not overhauling on your strategy. It becomes quite magnetic. It's like that feminine energy again. And it doesn't have to feel like you're b- pushing a boulder up a hill. And it gets to feel like it flows rather than it's like, like you're just kind of really taking lots of action, taking lots of action, taking lots of action. Because maybe you've understood it in a time where you feel like you've just been able to take a fuck ton of action. I'm not sure I'm going <laughs> to just say on this. You take a fuck ton of action anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> and you, it, it just kind of it kind of flows and it, you don't need to push yourself. It just, you're just like, yeah, I'm, I'm ready. Like I got all this energy and I'm ready to go, 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 go. And you don't feel like you're doing a lot, but you are doing a lot in other people's eyes, in the world of the outside, you're like go, 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 like next, 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 next. And that's because you're really connected with yourself. You're really connected and tapped in and your, your brain and body's connected and you feel safe to do so. And then you just, and so in that state, you are able to accomplish a lot and you're able to do a lot. And then it just, it doesn't have to, it doesn't have to feel hard. It, it, you're, you're more aligned in your purpose and where you, you want to go. And so where I kind of see my business going on, like the people that I want to help and the um, impact that I want to make is, is showing clients or showing people that you can have a business that feels, yes, you do the, take the strategy, take lots of fucking action, have your um, masculine structures in place but then also be able to feel safe to tap into the feminine because that feminine energy is creative flow. And it's super, super powerful in that sense. I, I really went on attention there. That's yeah, awesome. Passionate
0: That's, <laughs> so passionate about it. I love so much or all of the message that you just shared and yeah, fuck yeah to the action and what i there's major points that i love with what you just shared that's why i let you go on with it because it's so valuable it echoes so many of the messages that i'm really passionate about too it lights my soul up with what you're sharing um especially around one of the things i'm really passionate about is that mindset is not everything i think mindset is like 25 percent of 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 our our world um i like to those the listeners that have been following on, I talk about the um, mindset, the heart set, the soul set, and the health set—the four interior empires of of performance—and um, you echoing a lot around that heart set and emotionality and how you know I need to feel safe and then um, regulating the um, our systems, our nervous systems, and keeping score and all of that. I think is such a powerful message, and we need to be hearing more of that. So, thank you for sharing this message and helping your clients through it. It's awesome. Uh, another big part of that is how you're talking about the, the masculine energy of the grit and the drive and the determination. It's good, but it doesn't have to. Sometimes if, if that's all we're relying on, it's really arduous, right? It's like, oh, I've got to keep grinding through and it doesn't have to be that hard. Um, I love the way that you're talking about it. The way that I see it is through using neurochemistry. And that's that's the area that I love to like leverage our human biology and you're, you're talking about leveraging energy and I love the whole conversation around uh, feminine energy as well, that we don't have to keep hustling and grinding and keep showing up in this er, uh, arduous nature where we can just go, well, what if we just made it easy? I, I love the conversation of making hard things easy. And the work that you're doing is allowing your clients to do that. So thank you so much. I wonder what your thoughts are on um, one thing that I've noticed, and especially when I was working, I worked in emerging entrepreneurship for like 18, about two years, 24 months. And, and one of the things I noticed that held people back was they'd focus on what they desired rather than what was important. And I wonder what your thoughts are, are on that, you know, because you're talking a lot about like, you know, tapping into what we really want. And I think a lot of people hear that message and go, well, I just want, you know, those external drivers, those external stimulus and maybe not look too much beneath the surface to go, oh, this is this is what's most important. I got to start working on this area. What's your thoughts around that? How do you see that come up in your work?
1: So the desires that we want, a lot of the times we see the external world and we get really caught up in. Oh my God, this person looks super happy because they have this really nice thing. So that means I'm going to be really happy because I have that really nice thing. Or, hmm. It's like I always mention, why do you want the thing that you want? Do you, so we see people who have like maybe a million dollars. And, and this is something I'm also navigating at this very present moment, um, to be quite frank and honest, because I've always, there, there is a drive within me that really wants to to do big things and do crazy things. And and sure, but why is it that I'm seeing all these things and I think that I want all these things, but maybe right now I just want to make really good money and I don't need to be like over spalling, like going going seven figures all of, all of a sudden. It's more so because it's like, it's so glamorized on media or social media that we think that's kind of what we desire, but this is the thing I always, and in my clients know this, like going back into our sessions, I get them to tap into their inner wisdom, which is in their body. And, and I see the subconscious as yeah, we've got the subconscious mind, which is also connected to the body, but it's also like, it's like a Taurus field. So if you've seen an apple, the shape of an apple I'm getting a bit esoteric today, but if the shape of an apple, it's like that 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 it's like the energy field that we have. We all have an energy field around us. And so I see the subconscious as kind of being able to tap into that energy field that is infinite intelligence. And the only reason why we can't tap into that infinite intelligence is because we are so consumed by the mind we are so consumed by distractions in our external reality in this physical plane and so uh, it really does come back to what is it that we want in this present moment obviously we can want big things but like right now in this very present moment what do you truly want what feels really really good to have what feels really safe to have what are you confident that you can have? Um, and so going back into getting really clear with yourself and you know, the answers are always already within you. I'm sure maybe people are sick of hearing that, but the answers really are already within you that you're, you you do not need to ask for external validation or, or asking, okay, what is it that I need to do? Sure, mentorship is really, really powerful in that sense of allowing us to fast track where we want to go. But at the same time, like if our body doesn't feel safe, if it's not, if that, if it's aligned with that person, it got them to where they want to, to to where they are at, but then maybe for us, it's a completely different path or it's a different way or a different road or, um, or what we want is different, right? Like back to the saying of if you really want to be, um, a firefighter and that's aligned with your purpose. That's going to, that's going to feel really good to you. It's going to, it's going to really light you up to do that. But then uh, for you, you have to really ask yourself, what is it that you want? A lot of the times we go down paths that we have been conditioned to think that we want. And then 10 years go down and we, we feel so disconnected, so numb. No, I don't want to use the word we, but. I would say most people and I've, and I've had a few clients that experience this, whether that is a corporate job. Cause I know you were in corporate as well um, for years and, and then realizing, Oh my goodness, I can't even get out of bed. I don't even want to live my life. Like, it's just like this huge gray cloud over me. And in those words, and it's, it's, it's quite, I would say we kind of need to go through those moments to see what we don't want, but I truly believe that life is something that we came here to experience, and I, I we, when it, when you are aligned with the purpose or what it is that really truly lights you up, is life becomes so exciting, and you get to, I know you and I now we're just traveling the world, and um we get to kind of do whatever we want and to to an extent, wake up whenever we want, like be in whatever country we want, and and it's really exciting and not a lot of people get to experience that type of luxury so to to us like that is perhaps our definition of success or of freedom but maybe for someone else they love stability and they love to be in a hometown and they love to have their friends and family around and that's their definition of success right so finding out what it is that is actually true to them rather than listening to the the noise of the external world because that's what we get too caught up on all the time. So quieting the mind and coming back to your body, coming back to your inner wisdom, because you already know all the answers within, we just haven't been taught how to do that.
0: Yeah, I love how it just wraps up and brings us full circle back around to what our version of the success is. And I believe that's why this work is so important personal developments or discovering more of who it is that we are and what our inner wisdom and our inner guidance and a fire connects us with and the more connected we become with that the more direction we have and I, I, I believe I have a lot of clients ask me Daniel how do I find my purpose and I still don't really know but I was I was uh, journaling now the other, the other morning and I was thinking you know purpose I felt like this really elevated sense of purpose and it come from having this clarity and direction of taking actions and creating outcomes that were aligned with how I was intrinsically driven and what was intrinsically meaningful in my life. And that equaled purpose in that moment. I'm not sure if purpose is an outcome that you can tick off, but I feel like it's a state or an internal state of being. And so everything that you're sharing, it makes total sense. It makes total sense to me as I continue on this journey. And I, I hope the listeners tuning in are starting to get a sense for this as well and why it's so important to go and why it's so exciting to go on this journey. So thank you for sharing that. As we wrap up, I wonder, do you have one, this is the Parallax Perspectives podcast, as you know, it's all about creating even more perspective to create more choice and opportunity in our lives to create better and higher quality actions and outcomes. Do you have uh, another gold nugget you've shared so many already one gold nugget that our listeners can go away reflect on to create even more perspective and awareness in their lives today
1: absolutely oh my goodness okay so perspective is everything and 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 you understand this through NLP and you understand this through the work that you do it's the changing of perspectives that creates that that changes everything because you can go through a very traumatic experience. Maybe someone can pass away in your life, and yes, most of the time the initial reaction is to grieve. But what if we can change that perspective into into love? Into like, oh my goodness, what did I? What? How can I see gratitude out of this moment? Because death is a is a very normal thing, and that's part of our reality. It's everything dies, and and it's, but I don't, but its energy just gets refreshed, and so that's one. We can change our perspective, and that quickly change softens the challenges or the problems that we face in our in our life. But to change our perspective, which is what I wanted to emphasize on, is emotional intelligence. And I don't mean emotional intelligence like be aware of your emotions, you really really know how to label your emotions. But what I really mean is to to consistently go within within with the inner work and unravel like we are onions so unravel all these layers of ourselves all these emotional layers that we have so that we are not painting or tainting or yeah painting the situation obviously we we to some extent it's still very subjective but as objective as we can be um and not in the lens of how we see it is to be to take the emotions out of it because how many times when we are in a heated situation and we think of things that we don't want to, or we we wouldn't want to say, we don't, we wouldn't usually say, um, and we're acting out of those wounds. So when I say emotional intelligence, it's really mastering your emotions so that it doesn't paint as much as you can, the perspective of a situation. And through that, you can best respond, best take action, best react. Like this can be, this applies to literally everything. And I always emphasize emotion because it is, I truly believe it is the most, is the key to have, having a, an amazing life, having the money that you want, having the relationships that you want, having the body or the health that you want, and the self-love it is coming back down to unraveling those, like peeling off those layers in, of your onion doing those emotional detoxes, uh, really understanding that when you clear the underlying emotion underneath, because it's all like we, we think that it's thoughts, emotions. So the thought creates the emotion or the belief, and then the emotion creates the behavior. And then it's a thought, emotion, behavior, that cycle, that loop, if you know what I'm referring to. I would go to another layer and say the, when we clear the emotion first, because the emotions also create thoughts. Like when you get triggered in your external reality, something says, so someone says something to you, you start having these thoughts around them. You have all these thoughts that kind of go in a loop. So also the, the emotion creates the, those thoughts. And a lot of the work, I, I clear a lot of the emotions first because that just comes from the core. When you're clearing the, it at its core root, it's, it's, Releasing that energy from your nervous system, from and and your nervous system is so connected to your subconscious mind, and and that's where the and that's when your perspective changes around the problem that you're having, and that's the reason why my clients can after a session they have so many breakthroughs because they're releasing a lot of energy and they and that energy's and you know emotions energy in motion, and that changes the, their perspective straight away, and that. And when you change those li- and have those little shifts and you change your perspective you react and you respond differently to your external reality your external world to the people around you you feel different so your energy is different and then people respond to you differently and through that these little shifts it's it's insane they they, they kind of uh compound to make really big really big really really, really big changes in your lives and and I've seen, you know, uh, for example, I'll take examples of my clients who always come to me being really, really surprised at the relationship with their family. They're like, Oh my goodness. I've never, ever thought that my, my dad would ever say this to me. Or I never, ever thought that, you know, I used to be crying on the bathroom floor about my narcissistic boyfriend. Now I'm with, and now I'm traveling the world with a guy that treats me really well. And then it, that also relates to their business and then the money that they make, they just like shoot up in their, in their results in the income that they're bringing in. And that just comes, like I said, it's all interrelated. It just comes with emotional intelligence, like releasing those energy, the, that energy that has been stored up in your body, constantly doing it time and time again, but being very intentional about it. We can, you know, sit there and cry mm-hmm. for hours, but we're not really connecting to that to this, the core of it, or that the root of the, the belief system or the limitation or the conditioning that had happened of why we are not getting, seeing the result or seeing the thing that the movement of what we want. And, and so like to go, to go back to your question really is it's being so emotionally intelligent, but really mastering your emotions. And in that, it's going to completely tra- change your life because you can respond better.
0: You ta- Absolutely. You're not,
1: you're, not, mm. you're not in the mess of it. You're not clouded by that. Those, you don't have those lens of what you see. And those lens are quite strong and powerful. And this is why people in love, they, they do crazy things. And when we're in that emotional brain, right? The right brain we take action, we buy things, why we buy brands, because we're just like, oh, that feels really good. We take a lot of action through emotions. So when we are, when we can really be a master of our emotions, that's when we can really take like a outsider perspective and, and be more in control of our life.
0: Yeah. Beautiful message. Thank you so much. I couldn't agree more. It must be one of the most powerful works that we can do on ourselves, for ourselves and for those around us. It really is so powerful, so transformative, and just such a wonderful journey to be on. For those that are tuning in, listening, loving your message, loving your energy, what is a great way for them, the best way for them to get in touch with you, follow your work even more, hear more from you, and reach out if they'd like to work with you?
1: Yeah, so the best way to reach me is on Instagram. I am um, Renee Sarah Lynn. Just like my name, that's the best way to reach me. You can check out my website. And currently I'm working one-on-one with clients who are also business owners. I've worked with clients also that are in nine to fives, but mostly business owners and entrepreneurs that really want to take their income and impact to the next level. And, and yeah, it'll be super exciting to, to have a chat.
0: Beautiful. Excellent. I'll put all the links in the show notes as well. So go ahead, click those links to reach out and connect with Renee. Love your work. Love your photos. Love everything that you're posting and you're sharing. Keep it up and thank you. Thank you for the contributions that you're making in your community and the ripple effect out into the world. I look forward to hanging out and taking this conversation even further when we get to hang out in person next, which I know is going to be coming up very
1: soon. But I'm so excited. Thank you so much, Daniel. Thank you so much for having me. It's been so, so much fun. So much fun. I really loved that conversation.